Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. If you're new, these feminine magic and money client success stories are such a vibe. I am personally so turned on, <laughs> like by my own business, and how this work is helping women so deeply in literally every single area of their lives. Like, it is just so incredible to me, even though, of course, I designed it this way on purpose. But to see how like within one container, you can truly up level like your psychic gifts, your receiving of wealth, your business, your love life, your pleasure, your connection to source, your connection to yourself, clear your trauma. Like there's just so much happening in here. It's so incredible. And today I'm sharing with you Chloe's story. So Chloe came to me. She had just quit her full-time job in the tech world. You know, quite often she was the only woman that she was working with, which is pretty wild. She had just entered a new relationship, which is such a vibe, and was really just wanting to be like more connected, not have to do business by grinding, hustling, shoulds, hyper-niching, like all these super businessy things that I don't think are required, obviously, you know, I'm always here for the feminine business. And she just really wanted to live another way. And, you know, had spent time in containers with a lot of psychic women. um, But really felt like, you know, maybe something was off with her, like she didn't have full access to her gifts. And inside of feminine magic and money, like this is such a vibe, because I talk about money coming with so much ease and how we can create that on purpose. She literally called 12K in to her new business that she had not even launched by people just coming to her. So hello, feminine energy and magnetism. This is what we're here for. She did ultimately, of course, launch her business. (laughs) It's called Hanult Studio. But this is just living proof of what I always talk about of like when we're fully aligned with our feminine energy, when our ability to receive is wide open, how that masculine energy and money just can't stay away. And then also inside of her romantic relationship, it's just been so beautiful because she really stepped out of, you know, overthinking and this energy that so many women get into of like barely letting a man like really show up for you. She cracked me up saying that he literally like runs baths for her, which is such a vibe. And, you know, they're talking about marriage and family and it's just been such a beautiful, healthy progression and honestly happened quickly. Like when she came to me. She'd only been in the relationship for a few weeks and it's just been such a beautiful experience. So she'll share more about that. And one of the like things that I love so much that she talks about is how her nervous system is actually chill. Life with a calm nervous system is a fucking vibe because the deal is we can have all the desires in the world But if our bodies are not actually available to receive the desires based on stuck energies, emotions, traumas from this time, past lifetimes, generational, et cetera, right? Like we can't receive what our body is not on board with, which is why 
We do such deep work inside the container so that you are just a full channel for receiving. And then you also get like that energetic activation. So not only is it clearing out your cup, but you're activated to have these miracles happen um, or seeming miracles. We create the miracles on purpose like you've been hearing about. If you've been listening to the episodes with the women inside the container, and obviously you can check out their enrollment page for so much more that's happened. It's just, this is a magic, it's like a fucking magic carpet, right? Honestly. And we're in early bird now. So you are able to receive 555 off, 555, did I say that? Yeah. (laughs) Off the container, either paying full with the yummy bonuses or on the extended payment plan that I have. I've made this as accessible to you as possible with the high caliber of support that you have all the way through in terms of the guest experts leading beside me, the sisterhood, the online portal, the magic we're doing, the super juicy Voxer chat. You literally have access to me 24-7. It's just, it's incredible. This is the deepest, deepest, deepest part of my work. And as you know, you'll hear once again, like this is changing the way these women move through their lives on a permanent basis. And Chloe is another example of what I talk about all the time, like no need to struggle in business just because you're new. Like her first month was a 12K month. That's what I'm fucking here for. (laughs) So check out the episode. You can sign up for Feminine Magic and Money on Early Bird on my website. The link's also in episode notes. Of course, I'm here if you have any questions and enjoy the show. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. You're always, you're like such a fucking Taurus and it's such a vibe. (laughs) I love like every time I talk to you or see you, it's like lazy lizard vibes. The background's always so beautiful. And it like cracks me up because as you know, or maybe you don't remember, my Venus is in Taurus. So it's very much of like, the way I love, the way I receive love. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so funny to me because it's like half the women in FMM, the last round were Torian, <laughs> which I was highly, yes. I, I was like, of course, in the receiving container. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> feels good. So I'm sorry, ladies, also for being late. Um, I was getting a little peppy situated. And I'm really honored to have Chloe Lind. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah. Okay. With us today, she is one of the beautiful women who's been working with me and within the sisterhood inside of Feminine Magic and Money since the first round launched in April. And I invited her here to share her story because very similar to the other women, Chloe just had this like really beautiful, almost kind of like seamless. I know it didn't always feel seamless, but like, (laughs) but from, you know, like it felt, felt very fluid considering like the state that you kind of came to me in up level inside the container. So both like in her business and how that's got to go and is going and like creating that miracle money without doing anything, which, you know, is one of my vibes. And also like within your new relationship, which I think is so beautiful and just like being able to drop into that deeper level of intimacy with your partner and stop overthinking. And I know this is kind of like the first relationship you've ever had like this. So that's like really huge and can take some like, you know what I mean? It's not always our natural instinct to just be able to drop in that way. And then, you know, 
you talked to me when you, before you joined about feeling like you'd just really been living in this kind of like masculine paradigm, masculine way of doing things, being work everywhere. And you were just over it. And you had like quit your job, clean slate, you joined the right container. And I was like, this is amazing because you're going to be so open. Um, and then the other area was, oh, I remember too, because I know you've been around like a number of like very intuitive women and felt a little like, oh, like, you know, I'm so appreciative of other people's gifts, but feeling a little like, is this for me? Do I even have this? And so obviously I know that everyone does and we just get it in different ways. So it's been really powerful for me to watch you like step into like your intuitive gifts and actually start getting downloads and have that fully activated after feeling like, oh, like that's for these other chicks, but not for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what I'm excited about. And if you want to introduce yourself and just like your background, where you were before, kind of like not even, you don't have to get into all the things of magic money, but just like where you are in your life now. And so everyone can get to know you. That would be amazing. Oh yeah. Thanks for the intro. Um, gosh, where do you start? Um, I think like you said, you know, I had, I had worked in sort of the corporate tech startup enterprise level organization world for many, many years. Um, and I knew just, I, I had known for quite a few years, you know, I think I'd always known I actually wanted to go do my own thing. Um, and it was just kind of coming to a head where I knew I needed to take that jump. And I think there was a lot of things that had sort of taken, just transpired over the past few years that have kind of led me to this kind of uh, point where you just kind of, you make a decision, right? Like, how, what do you want your life to look like? And really taking accountable for how you are creating your life, right? whether it's the good or the bad, like really acknowledging that like you're part of that decision and taking responsibility and accountability for like what you're engaging in. And I think I got to the point where I was ready to like, just totally reset and take responsibility. And not like I was doing anything crazy, but it's just like, I think we tell ourselves um, stories, right? It's like how we navigate our life, you know, from whether it's something from childhood or, um, you know, stuff we absorb in our environment, I think we're so stuck in our stories about how life is and how our situation is. And, um, I think I definitely had stories about myself, like, Oh, you can't do this. You can't, this isn't possible. Um, I was just so stuck in like that narrative. Um, and I think and I finally worked just to make sure yeah. so you've been, you'd worked like since school, like corporate route all the way through done yeah. route. Okay. For, for the most part, I had a little bit of a stint where I was actually working in design. Um, and then like I had a family emergency and kind of totally left New York and left that situation. Um, and ultimately went back to the, the, the sort of corporate world that I had left before design. So I had this like weird stint. And I think what I learned in that too, was like, I went, I think I've always been like a creative business minded person. And I went in like a really creative um, environment. I was working at a architecture and design firm doing like really cool hospitality projects, but I was also like working till three in the morning and, you know, at like 30. And I was just like, I mean, at any age, I'm not an advocate for that unless you're really enjoying it. 
But I think I got to this point where I was just like, this isn't life. Like life is too short. Um, and what do I want my life to look like? So I think it's the past few years has just been like re rethinking everything, really like resetting like my health, um, like the environment I wanted to be in. And I feel like I've just been like quietly planning for all of this for a long time. And so then when I hit um, this fall and I knew I was going to leave my job, um, and I think you uh, put out this mastermind, I was like, this is exactly the support I needed making this transition. I knew I was going to make this and I wanted to be like supported in that. And I wanted it to be easy and fun and not driven by fear. And so I think I, I, I just... I didn't really want to take a gamble, if that makes sense. Like I, I knew what was possible and I wanted all the support and helping to get there. Um, I think there is, and I know you talk about this too. There's like so much narrative around like, oh, you're starting a business. You're an entrepreneur. It's going to be tough. You're not, you're not going to make money the first X amount of years. Like there's all of this like negativity around it. And I was just like, I cool. That's, that's not what I'm looking to do here. Um, and I know it would, I would benefit Woman from of my support. heart. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, thank you. Like, no, it's just like, it's, it's like, it's crazy to me that like, that is, I mean, not to say that you can't be successful and start there. Like, that's fine. But why the hell would I want to do that? Like, why would I want to go into it with that mindset? Like, hey, this and, is my whole message. I'm like, why so much of this industry is built on everyone's struggle story. And like, I get it. And I have a background as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that doesn't mean that you need to struggle. Like, most of the time, by this point in our life, we've been through enough. I'm like, let's just opt out of that story for being in our businesses and being in our life from this point forward. I'm totally with you. And I actually, I'm not a huge fan of all this marketing that just like so anchors into like, people using the amount of struggle they've been through is almost like a, I don't know. It's like this weird, not a pat on the, it's like, so I get to be here now. I'm like, why does it have to be so bad first? Yeah. Because yeah. I understand. Right. And I have like a traumatic past in certain areas <laughs> as well. And I'm totally happy to talk about it. But what I think mistakenly gets picked up by people in business is that it has to be hard first. Whereas like my mm-hmm. business is an area where I actually don't have a struggle story because I was pretty good to go from mm-hmm. the other ones. <laughs> and yeah. I, you don't have to do that. You get to like opt out. And I really just like commend you for realizing that early of just like, I'm actually just unavailable for this to be a grind and for this to be complicated. Yeah. And I feel like there's, it's like, like with anything, if it's going to be hard, then it's going to be hard. Right. Yeah. Like that, that you'll recruit, you'll create that reality for yourself to prove yourself. Right. Right. Okay. So no, that wasn't, I was just like, no, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm 35. Like I'm not hey, going to mess too. around. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm 38. I love how I said me too. And I don't even know how old I am. <laughs> it's just like, but, and it, like, it doesn't even matter. Like I would say the same thing if you're 22, but it was just like, I've been around long enough to know that like, Anything really is possible. And I know it sounds like so cheesy. And I think it like maybe at some point I would even cringe at myself saying that. Yeah. But I think I think what what I'm saying when I when I say that is like you we all play a part, and obviously there's some extenuating circumstances, but like we all play a part in whatever reality we're living. And 
whether you acknowledge it or not, like we're all part of the dynamics of the relationships we engage in, the work we're in. And it's like, you know, I think, yeah, people outsource their power. We're like, oh, it's this situation. I can't change this. I can't change that. And it's like, it's, you know, it's because of that, the world works in the way it does, but like, it doesn't need to, right? So yeah, I think that's been a big sort of shift for me is just like, let's just playing around with things and just saying, well, well, what if it just all worked out perfectly? Because I think I've gotten to a point where, and I learned this in, in like, in my, in my professional life, like there's moments of stress, right. Where something goes wrong or like something happens with a client or an account or whatever, right. Like something goes wrong. And it's so easy to just get into this, like, total like nerve wracking headspace of just stress. But if you look back and you're like, you've had so many of those situations and we're still here, right? We're still here. So it's like, it's a choice to either like, like sink into that fear or be like, you know what? I've been through things like this before and I'm still here. It'll probably turn out fine. You know what I mean? Like, that's been a big thing for me. It's just like, you know, I'm still here. Things are still going. Like whatever happens it'll be fine. You mean lately? Okay. I want to not, no, no, not lately, but like that's been a shift for me of like, I could be in, in this place of fear or like things aren't going to work out. And I'm not saying like we look at past to determine the future, but I think if it is available, you can just look at your own life and say, Hey, like there's been so many moments where I've doubted myself, but I'm still here. And I still like, I'm navigating. I'm still alive. Like that is just proof that like we are resilient people that will get through anything. Does that make sense? Totally. I just wanted to like help everyone follow your timeline of like, are you saying you feel this way now? Or is this how you're feeling months ago? Because I kind of wanted to go ahead. Yeah, I think for me, that was sort of how I would often come up in the past when I came up against something that felt tough in work or relationships. It could always feel like, oh my God, this is like, just be so like, like your nervous system just goes totally out of whack. And you're in this like, like fight or flight, stressful um, headspace. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that can be really easy to get into. And I think so part of this container has been about like sinking into like a place of love versus fear and, and seeing how that fits into your nervous system Mm -hmm. and just trusting yourself. And so when I trust myself, I can look back on my life and say, Hey, I might've felt a little wobbly before and I'm still here. Right. And I'm still making moves. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense. I mean, because so much of what we focus on too is just being able to navigate life, period, with more grace and ease. Yeah. And then like allowing ourselves to like work with our emotions more powerfully, obviously bring in the magic, obviously bring in the interactivation or energetic mm-hmm. activations and everything to get things going faster and release everything that doesn't serve so that it can actually feel more easy. So we're not just telling mm-hmm. ourselves, I'm going to operate with more ease. It actually feels easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So what kind of place where did you feel like you were in just to help everyone like follow mm-hmm. your timeline? Now I understand what you're saying. Um, like when you joined and what drew you to the container? Cause I mentioned earlier, kind of like what you mentioned when you came to me and you yeah. felt to me just very open. And like what you said, you're like, I just don't want this to be hard. I'm kind of in a clean slate position mm-hmm. and I want to just, and you mentioned like having kind of operated your life from this masculine place previously to great success, but it wears out. It just, it doesn't last. It's not a vibe. Yeah. 
Yeah. So and even if you don't hate, you didn't hate your job or whatever, it's yeah. just like a certain way of living that like, is it doesn't feel nourishing at a certain point. Yeah, absolutely. I think I definitely worked in a really male dominated environment. I worked in tech and oftentimes I was like the only female in a yeah. big, big room, right? Like that was normal. Um, and even though like I, I work with great people and I, and for great companies and everything, it was very clear, like you, there's a way there's like, there's all this unwritten code. Right. And, and maybe I was playing into that to some extent, but like, you have to kind of play the game to be successful in some of these places. And I got really good at it. Right. But it did often feel like I I was, I would say I was authentic, but yeah, to your point, it felt draining. It felt exhausting. I was I felt like I, I can be kind of a chameleon and I certainly was in those spaces. Um, and yeah, it's exhausting. And I think it's, we're so we're taught that's kind of the way to um, like, that's just the way it is, you know, like that's, you have to kind of play the game to be successful and there's no other way. Like that is the safe path. Right. Um, so that was really prominent going into it. And I would say one of the, biggest things coming out of that is like you bring in all of these um experts and I think for me it was like a lot of that stuff like some more than others like I was very like aware of a lot of the concepts they teach about um but I think I kind of like became aware on a deeper level and it's made me reflect and I think there's still so much work I can do but like for example as it relates to your question just even thinking about the way we live our lives as men versus male or women versus female um, and women, men versus women. Oh my God. Um, where like, it was very much like all of the like books were and like everything just like biohacks, life hacks, wake up at 2am and like, you know, all of that stuff. And like do yoga, run 20 miles, then like have a special cup of coffee and then like be at the meeting by eight. And I was always just like, no, thank you. Like that's me never too. resonated, never resonated with me. So I think this group gave me the permission to be like, that's okay. And in fact, like moving away from that can give you bigger results. And I think that was a permission that I needed and an expansion I needed by being surrounded by other people that were also like, oh, okay, we can do this and supporting each other. Um, I think for me, that was really big. And again, it's like, it's sometimes these subtle shifts where it's like, okay, like, maybe I knew about this, but to like actually give the time and space to talk about it and feel it and integrate it was, was big. Was, was well, huge. There's, there's an enormous difference between intellectualizing information and embodying it. <laughs> and that's exactly. the difference between like the rubber meeting the road or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. Very, we have a way of intellectualizing a lot in this culture and especially in this space. And this is why I'm so passionate about actually doing all the work that we do in FMM because it allows, you don't need to think about it anymore because it's just who you become. And then there's nothing to think about it. Think mm-hmm. about, you know what I mean? You're just mm-hmm. living it now. And that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And that's what's yeah. the thing for most people. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like a really, uh, a practice of like coming home to yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, which is, which is interesting. Cause I think we're so, um, like so often taught not to listen to ourselves. Everyone so, else always knows better. Yeah. This is right? how raised. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's what, been huge. So in your work, I think the most powerful kinds of um, 
example of what you're talking about. Cause you know how, like, you know, there was a why where you just wanted to chill, right? You were receiving your relationship. Mm-hmm. You were just mm-hmm. taking that breathing space after coming off your full-time job. Obviously we were mm-hmm. doing what we were doing. And I remember when you joined, cause you were like, okay, I'm investing in this. And then I'm also going to do this like business container. That's more like strategy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, cool. yeah. and then really quickly, <laughs> You were like, Jocelyn, I hate this other thing. Do I have to do those things to be successful? Like, do I have to like hard yeah. and do this? And I'm like, babe, no, like I don't do any of that stuff. It's just like, no, it's not required. And it was kind of funny because it was almost like this older version of you and this you that we're stepping into had like come into my space at the same time. So like the older part of you made a move over there towards like this masculine way. And the new part of you made this move kind of like more in my direction. And then you were kind of like trying to hold them both at the same time. And you were kind of like getting different messages from both. And ultimately you, you kind of just stepped away from the part that didn't feel good. That was like the shoulds and the have tos and the very super fucking typical, really masculine business coaching that makes me want to barf for me. It works for other people. I can't do it as you know. So, and I'm not saying no, there's no strategy in the business. Like, obviously you guys have heard me talk about this. That's not what I'm saying. But like this very like specific road to Rome is like bullshit, honestly. And if it doesn't feel good, it's just not a vibe. So that was really interesting to me. So you kind of just like decided to like throw it away and you just sort of like, just started like following your flow. And I think what the, one of the most, like without like all this pushing and drama and whatever, And I think that, and, and like really leading, remember we talked about like, cause you're very creative. I am too. And so I really resonate with that part of you. That's just like, Oh, even if just something's beautiful or like, I'm going to book a photo shoot. Maybe I'm going to like play around with my colors and fonts. If something is beautiful, I'm more excited to put it into the world. I don't even need to know what it is. And it was funny because you wound up before, like, well, before you're ready to launch your business, you booked a photo shoot and it really reminded me of myself because way before I started my business, I booked a photo shoot and had no idea why. And then later, those are like my first photos when I launched my business. So, but what I love is like, you literally called in before you even launched, before you said a word, now the brand's out in the world. Is it Hanol? Is that how I pronounce it? Hanol, yeah. yeah. Studio. You guys can check it out and I'll put a link. But before that, you literally called in like 12K in sales and you hadn't done anything yet. And I love this. Like, obviously money's a vibe, but this is so much of the energy I always talk about. Like, even with myself, right? Like, oh, when I go on vacation, make money or I'm just out shopping or like I turn off social media or what I'm just living. Right. And this is what I always say is available And you have this like direct example of the felt experience. So I'd love Mm -hmm. for you to share about that because this is the kind of magic that I'm always saying, like we get to have, and this is the result of like deeply embodying and stepping into your feminine energy, almost in a way that I think to you, when you started with me felt kind of like mysterious and just like, whatever, I'm going to like, I somehow feel called to this container. So I'm just going to like take the ride and see what happens. Yeah. So I think. I think that sort of at whole like p- period of time, which I'm still sort of in, was definitely this exercise and like letting go of like perfection and planning again in a very masculine way, right? Where there's like these um, order of operations, right? And so I knew I needed to to get new photos, right? Um, my my headshots were like I don't know five years old at the time, um, so I booked a shoot and. 
yeah, it was funny because I, I like, I had a vision, right. For all of this. Right. And I didn't know the specifics. And again, in like, in, in like human design, I'm like non-specific manifester. Um, and I, so like, I had like these kernels of ideas, right. And I, I was responding to certain things and I kind of knew how I wanted things to look. And I started to just like trust that and like trust these kernels that would come up and just go with it and not question it to the degree or like look for justification or validation on, on any of that and just kind of go, go with it and like see what happens. And it turned out really well. And like that um, totally like led into the art direction for my site and like everything else. And it just happened super organically. I think in the past I would have like, probably like driven myself crazy trying to like figure everything out and like plan things out. And to be honest, I actually have done that for my business in the past before I quit. I like planned all this stuff out. And then it's like, it becomes like you get so lost in what you're trying to figure out that you're incapable of figuring out out at that time because you're not even there yet, if that makes sense, right? Totally. For me, I don't even bother. I'm so flowy. I don't do to-do lists. I don't plan. I don't do, I like like, what's happening today. Like I, I know it sounds crazy, but I am extremely fluid also. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another, it's like a good point because I think in this really masculine world, like I've never been someone and I worked with clients for a long time, managed a lot of projects. I was never somebody that like loved the admin or the to-do list or any of that. I hated it, but like, I always remember like what I needed to know. Right. Or I would like get the support where I needed it. Like it was never like my life was in a disaster. Like I didn't know what was going on. It was just like, I had a really strong gut. I knew when I had to do something, I knew like I could remember things. And so I think there is a little bit of like, Oh, like you're not organized or like there is some like negative connotation around like not maybe being some of those things. Yeah. And so I think for me, it was just like, Hey, like, let's just try not planning anything out and like literally tuning into what my gut was saying for me and like every, and like, I think that's something that's like come up in like bits and pieces over the years, but I've never like really fully honored it because there's always this other side of the brain. That's like, wait, there's a smart thing to do is this. Right. So I think for me, it was this like beautiful exercise and just sort of letting go of that, that, and just like trusting my intuition and seeing where that led me and like making it, making it fun, if that makes sense, like almost a game, you know? Versus so then like, what happens? Because the clients yeah. are out before you've done anything, meaning like yeah. you haven't like announced yourself to the world. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so a few clients, um, actually two came, just like came to me and, um, and it's funny. Cause I remember last summer I had, a couple people come to me as well. And in that point I was like dealing with other stuff and I, and I did take some work on, but it was like really like I was still working full time. I really couldn't like dedicate it to dedicate my time to it. So when I think these things started coming in before I even launched my business, um, they came in like last month. I, it was like, for me, it was such like a sign that like everything, like it's all available to me because if this is happening and I'm not even, yeah, I'm taking a line action to my de- towards my desire, but I was not promoting myself in any way. If that can come in, like, 
you know, the, the possibilities are endless. Does that make sense? Like it was just totally validation in that way. And I loved it because you had some fear around basically calling in your prior salary. And I was like, babe, well, for you, that's only like X amount a month. It's not that big of a deal. Like this is doable. And then you basically yeah. called in X amount. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like you wanted to be close to like, I know you want a little mm-hmm. more, but for you in your first month to call in 12 yeah. in sales and you weren't doing anything, that's fucking yeah. Huge. And also it's just such a testament to what I always talk about. And you just had enough time in the container and enough support. Like, even though we weren't even doing business stuff, it right. didn't matter. Right. You know, cause this is where like the energy is just so real. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so then how does it feel now just being able to like flow into your business? I guarantee you there's people doing way more than you making themselves crazy, not receiving the money, which is yeah. the energy to be in. Yeah, I think, and even I was able to sort of just apply the same principles to my other container, the more like business minded container I'm in. Um, Which, and like, I was able to kind of like, I think this is what was coming up for me then is like, I want to be like the perfect person in each of these like cohorts or like, I want to be successful. Like this like really old top student. Yeah. Yeah. Like that old stuff was coming in. Not that I was like ever taught like valedictorian, but like, yeah, I was always like did well. Right. Like I I never wanted to get in trouble in that way. Right. And so I think a lot of that stuff was coming up for me of like, you know, I'm the person that's like not showing up to these calls or whatever. Right. And so I was like focusing more on that versus what I needed from it. Um, And so I think I was able to make that switch. And now like, I'm able to like take what works for me from that container and like end that container actually in a really good place and have great support there as I need it as it works for me versus driving myself crazy trying to, um, you know, like, I think it was just like, I, I kind of reset my like, my desires and like aligned with what I wanted versus like, you know, this like old thing about like wanting to be, you know, whatever in the class. (laughs) And you know what? It turned out like, it's all turning out fine. I think that's the other thing. It's like, it's all turning out fine. No one's mad at me. I didn't get in trouble. I'm doing well. Like it's all good. Right. And this is also, you learn to follow feminine wisdom. Feminine wisdom doesn't mean you have to like totally reject one thing or another. It's just like, Oh, it's like your cherry pick. And you're like, I like this, 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 and this. And I like that, 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 and that. And then like, I get to make it however I want. Thank you. And I don't need to create up like a, create a story about it either. Right. Like, (laughs) you know, so yeah, that was big for me. Okay, so beautiful. So then you called in your 12K fucking vibes, and we're only going to be expanding from here. And then another area, too, that I think is really powerful. Well, there's three that I mentioned, mm-hmm. but that you were like, you'd been in containers with other, like, very psychic women, spiritual women, et cetera. And while some people are kind of that way or have been like working on that a lot, I feel like you kind of represent the normal woman. Do you know what I mean? Who's just like, yeah, for sure. Know, I've not been fucking hearing voices since I was five. Like, that's really cool. And I honor that. But like, it can feel a little intimidating, right? And like, honestly, I didn't either. I didn't have my psychic awakening until um, like I was like 29. Um, but regardless, I feel like this was this area where you sort of felt like, Um, like it just wasn't possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would always talk about like how the gifts show up differently for everyone. And also we're on the planet for different reasons. So some people just have these certain areas more turned on than others, but regardless, 
we all have access to intuition. We all have access to feminine wisdom. And I was so excited when I can't remember like exactly at what point, but you'd woken up in the middle of the night and receive, were receiving channeled messages about your business. And I was like, fuck yes, because it's such a natural byproduct of all the work that we do to get more like psychically turned on in the way that is like an aligned for us. And it also just builds this like enormous amount of self-trust to know that lives within you so that you aren't constantly like outsourcing your power, which is like part of the whole point is this deeper level of Mm -hmm, mm self-sovereignty. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, I think I had like always gotten those hits again. I just never really honored them or understood them. And I think it goes back to like being in the masculine or just like this other way of thinking where well, we you get them we just right here or we're it's like it gets we're really not a, murky and confusing and we're not like honoring them we're like trusting them and so yeah. and I think I in retrospect I'd like obviously always got them and then like dismiss them right like I'm just um and I think so so for this I think this is like a great exercise for me and just like trusting that like I was going to get the information and messages were going to come through me in a way that like, I didn't always have to like, understand or control, but I could trust if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, I, I think, you know, I, in the middle of the night, like just like woke up and like all these great ideas came to me and I like started typing. And, um, and so I think again, where I, I think like maybe in a more masculine way of thinking is you're like, I'm going to sit down and write five things about this or whatever, right? Like there's this yeah. force, there's this force to do things in a certain timeline. And like me, my core literally rejects that. I feel confined. I feel constricted. It does not feel good in my body. So I think switching from like, instead of forcing myself to do this and switch with my business, I'm going to trust that like when things come to me, they will come to me and I'll get into that flow state. And I think that's a big thing where like, um, again, going back to schedules and cycles and how like we, we operate as women. Um, I am somebody that like, you know, sometimes we'll need to like sleep for whatever, like an app, like take a nap and then I'll like work till 12 o'clock or 12 AM. Like I'll get into these flow states. And I think, you know, there can be a way of like, maybe in the past I would have like judged that or been like, that's not sustainable or what, but, but now I'm just like, does this feel good in my body? Am I doing this for the right reasons? Does it feel aligned? Like go with it because then you're not forcing things and just like trusting that that information is going to come to you and you're going to get what you need to get done. And like, everything's going to work. Does that make sense? I know it's a yeah, little I like, mean, this is just tangible examples of this vibe of ease or like the yeah. frequency easy river that I always talk about. This is exactly yeah. how I am. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just like, what do I feel like? I mean, sometimes, yeah. Are there days where it's like, oh, okay, I got to get all those things done if I want this? Yeah. Yeah. But like, those are not most days. And the longer I'm in the business, it's just like, there's fewer and fewer of them. Also, because there's just way more foundation. But it's like, if you want to live an easy life, it actually has to be led with ease, right? It's like, we say we want an easy life and everything we're doing is communicating that we want it to be hard. Like that doesn't add up, right? Right. Yeah. Do like the things that we've been doing inside the container and have the support and have the reflections back rather than having to like choose your mental overthinking versus your intuition and play ping pong with yourself. You just align so much more deeply in the inside that that back and forth just kind of goes away. And I think like 
that's what I talk about when I say this is a receiving container, not a doing container. It's like you all of a sudden just find yourself transformed. You don't really have to like think about it. Things just change, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And to your point, a lot of it is like stepping just really deeply into things we already knew because it's always in there, but we like continue to ignore Mm -hmm. or we don't actually know how to like embody and step into. So it just feels like this like theoretical idea that we believe in, but we're not living. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't need to be hard. And I also think when, if you're in that headspace, if that's how you're, if that's your energy, it's also not particularly inspiring or magnetic or like it, it, things, well, it's not things magnetic at all, right? Things are going to be harder to like make happen. If that's the energy you're bringing to the table. 100%. Super simple. Um, and then there was also your relationship, which was like transpiring during this time. And you were already, you got, I think you had just. Yeah. I mean, you just like when you joined, where were you when you joined? Yeah. I think I was like a few weeks into the relationship. Okay. So it was very new. Super and I know that was like yeah. a big manifestation for you. And mm-hmm something that was like really amazing to witness too. Cause you had just talked about like your past and relationships there was like to um, move out of the like overthinking energy, you know, how we'll get in. And especially if we haven't been in a relationship in a long time or one that actually has emotional space, um, it's very easy to start panicking and overthinking and be like, is this the one? Is this not the one? Did I do the right thing? Like, and like start spinning out in circles, trying to like get control again. Mm -hmm. And I remember you kind of starting to go there and we were like, okay, we are not thinking we are feeling like back (laughs) off of it. (laughs) Yeah. And like, ultimately you landed in this like really beautiful place with this person that you guys are like talking about spending the rest of your lives together with. And that's been really beautiful to watch too, because so many people focus, like kind of obsess on receiving the, on getting the relationship. But I'm like, but the magic happens when you're, in the relationship. Right. And Mm -hmm. so everything that we do, like it applies to money, it applies to love, it applies, it applies everywhere. So again, like Mm -hmm. we have life things. So I'd love to hear like how being in the container also has impacted your experience in your relationship. Cause it's now, you know, I -hmm. mean, obviously this was like clearly your person too, but like we can have our person and make it a shit show and have to do a lot of repair work, or we can have our person and also like have it be like flowy and vibey. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about this relationship is I think I knew that like when I met the person that was like probably more in alignment for me, it would require me to really look in the mirror and it would kick some stuff up because I think always, yeah, I just knew that like, you know, you can work on yourself. You can hear, go through stuff, heal stuff. But I think like, people trigger it, right? Situations trigger it. They're actually You never know. This is the thing with love. When women want to like hold out and only date the one, I'm like, babe, you don't know anything that's going on with you until you actually like start deeply engaging with other people. Mm-hmm. You have no mm-hmm. idea. And then even like you're saying, when you get in a relationship, it's going to be another level of intimacy. So another level of things to look at, which is mm-hmm. like such a beautiful gift. It doesn't mean that it needs to be torturous either. Yeah. It's just, it's like a humbling, it's a humbling experience. And it's yeah. like, okay, you asked for this. It's right in front of you. And now it's like really calibrating to that level, right? Of like, like intimacy and vulnerability. That intimacy, and that vulnerability, 
that like frequency. Um, and I, I am with someone that is very evolved and has done a lot of self work for like far longer than I have in a lot of ways. Um, and has dealt with trauma and like healed and like, is an incredibly inspiring person. And so had, I think it was just really humbling because I was dealing with somebody that had like, was a very emotionally mature. And I think maybe in certain other relationships, I was maybe the one maybe carrying that a little bit Sometimes we almost don't know what to do when they're a little more in certain situations. You're like, Oh, I don't know. I don't like this. Right. Cause like someone's just going to call you on your shit and you're going to have to look in the mirror and deal with it. And so that was like really, it was, it was really interesting. It was a new experience for me. And I think it just allowed us to grow because we've made space for each other. Um, and I think being in this container was just like such a good like reminder when things would come up to just, um, I think just like have a level of ease and softness and all of it. And like this, this more like flowing energy. And I think, um, that was huge for me. And I think that receiving piece was huge because, um, you know, I was always someone that was like, very like, okay, I think this is a big, uh, this is kind of a big one. And people might resonate with this. I was always like, I was kind of raised to be like, okay, you don't need a man. Like you're strong, you're independent. Like you can't love someone until you love some, like, until you love yourself, yada, yada, yada. Which oh. I think like, you know, if I came from like a mother who like went in the opposite, like was in the opposite, right? So she like, overcompensated by going this other direction. And in a lot of ways, like it made me successful, like career-wise and all these other ways, but it made it really hard to like receive and like be more soft and like really like sink into my feminine. And so this relationship was like such an amazing opportunity to actually do that. And that was the stuff that we were going through within the container. And so it was like, I mean, it sounds so simple, Jocelyn, but like even like letting someone do things for me, right? Like literally just like not like over orchestrating, over engineering or like doing and like literally receiving, just like letting the person like carry things, set things up, like whatever it is, like it literally doesn't matter. It was just like, I could just tell my nervous system it was an adjustment. And now I'm like, great, run the bathroom. Like, let's do it. Yeah, literally, run my bath, darling. I love it. Like, he's done that many a times. But like, it's like, it's a big, it's a big shift. And I think, you know, I was able to be really honest about that and like communicate through all of that. So I think it was like a good learning experience and just like being vulnerable with that and like sharing that. That was like a challenge for me. And then like, actually allowing him to do things for me. Um, and it, another like part or another sort of piece that I think came up in, I think the container and like things that I've been working on, I think even before the container is like the idea of like, you know, feminine, masculine and like polarity and like what you kind of need in a relationship for it to flourish. And I think even being able to have those conversations about my relationship with my partner and like without judgment and like just with like a level of respect and observation about like how is I maybe contributing to like am I letting him lead am I able to receive and like how does that feel for him how does that feel for me and like actually having that conversation I don't think I've ever had with a partner before and I probably haven't had it with like a lot of people in my life but it is so powerful and every time I've had it since like that type of conversation with anybody like it deeply resonates, right? But like we don't talk about that. I, I mean, it's, I don't about see all a lot. the things that actually create intimacy in our connections. Yeah. 
This is so beautiful. And like, uh, like my heart just feels so open. And again, it's so cool because I think this is really interesting in the dating and partnership space is the first place people will go is to like rules. What should Mm -hmm. I say? What should I not say? What should I do? What should I not do? And yeah, if you aren't willing to look at your things and you're just kind of like flying by the seat of your pants and you're taking all your control dynamics into dating, like you might need some rules to like chill the hell out. However, there's this other way that I feel is so much more like lasting that is like, okay, but if we also just like focus on our feminine energy, our embodiment, right, et cetera, and come back deep, come back to self and reclamation of our own feminine power and how we show up, you stop worrying about those things. And then you just have this experience of like naturally creating intimacy and polarity rather than having to be like, did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Because that way of moving through is really tiring. It's exhausting and, and it's quite awful. I think when we have to like obsess about it that much, like either we need to do work on ourselves or like it's maybe not the right relationship. <laughs> and it's probably both. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Quite frankly, yeah. It's like, it doesn't, like, I, I, I'm not going to say like, oh, relationships are like necessarily always easy. And if they're hard, sometimes it means anything, but that like, yeah. they can, you know, being human is hard sometimes. But like, you know, it shouldn't feel like a battle. It shouldn't, um, there should be some level of ease. And I even, I feel like should is a, is a tricky word, but like mm-hmm. it's possible where it, it, it can be easy. It, it can take work and be exhausting sometimes, but like if you're, you know, I think the biggest thing the last five months, Jocelyn has been is like from four, however long, like is just like my nervous system. Yay. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's just this steadiness. Yeah. That in my relationship, um, in my business and how I'm moving day to day, that does not feel like this nervous system or this like roller coaster on my nervous system. This is um, the best news I've heard all day. I mean, yeah, I think so, it's big. It's enormous. We cannot, like when we are running around with like this stress and I've been there, I've been like level 10 stress Mm -hmm. in my life for years. It's not Mm -hmm. a fucking vibe. And like, we can't receive what our nervous system cannot approve, like cannot like get on board with. Right. Right. And I think we become addicted to it when we're in that, like when we're in that like state where it's like, we're just running around, like we're in this like almost fight or flight or free, like this, this like really intense, um, like energy space, like that is what almost becomes normal. Right. And so like when something's good, we're like, well, what's wrong about it? Like, like we can't just like chill out and receive that just becomes the normal. And like, it's hard for, for you to like, even sit still with yourself, you know, it's like addicting. And I don't miss it. <laughs> I don't miss it either. And I'm just so, it like literally brings my heart so much joy that that's been your felt experience. And obviously I know that you're someone who's, who's doing a lot of personal work, like everyone that I attract, yeah. but I also just love like, okay, so, well, we're still in month four, like our fifth month, we end mid September. Right. And so yeah. we're about like almost there <laughs> a few weeks from there, but like, it's really cool to me too, because 
adding this right on top of everything you've already done, just kind of like in your life and the decisions you've made and the choices you've made and the commitment you've made to yourself. And you've just been backing yourself and doing the things is like, in the grand scheme of things, this was such a small amount of time to be like Jocelyn. My nervous system's actually chill and I can receive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not even been happy. Yeah. No, no. And I think that like, considering how we will go like jump from here to here and like years and years and years trying to get to these places and something I've just seen across like you and the other women who I've interviewed or have been interviewing is they're just like, Oh yeah. Like it just, it just happens. And yeah. even like we go in being like, this is how you regulate your nervous system. You know what I mean? Like that's not how it goes down. Yeah. I think there is this energetic choice you know, and obviously like backed up by aligned action, but like, it doesn't have to be like this big dramatic, right? It does not have to be dramatic. You don't have to do anything. It's just like, what do I want? Am I ready to like shift and like evolve and receive? And like, are we just like open, you know? Um, and be like let, ready to let go of old stories. And that's a big but one that keeps that, coming back to me. That's what I was getting as I was hearing you as I was hearing you speak, is so much of the work allowed you to release the story so where you're almost like, wait, I can't even remember like what was going on before. You know, that's what yeah. happened to me. Yeah. Where I'm just like, yeah. oh, this is just like how it is. What else would I be doing? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot I imagine going back. No, no, thank you. Um, okay. So that's really beautiful. Is there anything else that you would add that I maybe miss or don't know about in terms of like how you felt most impacted by the container, just like receiving from all of our guest experts, the sisterhood, anything, um, that really like sticks out to you that you want to share? I think, I think that one thing I would just kind of point out or that's been important for me is I think there's a lot of spaces where we do healing work or trauma work um, or, you know, business, like work on our business or wherever, right? And I think sometimes those those spaces can feel a little isolating, right? Like, or maybe you're working with a therapist or maybe it's a small group of people, but often it's, it can be more solitary, and I think especially when it comes to anything remotely witchy, that can feel like it's, it's, it's not, I think it's way more mainstream than it was when I was growing up. Cause I was exposed to some of it when I was growing up and I was really, like, I always really rejected it because I could tell it was like not accepted by everybody, you know? And so I think there's two things that this, this like mastermind has really done is like, one is really bring these people together that are wanting to create a better life or uh, like a, a bigger life for themselves. And like, it allows each of us to be more expanded to have that sisterhood is like really big. And I think there's not a lot of spaces where that exists. Um, at least, I mean, I know there are now and like there are, but I think if that's not something you've exposed, like not a lot of people are exposed to that, at least, like no, for me, it's new, you know, and I've actually been coached a lot. And one of the reasons I created the container the way that I did is because 
even inside containers, most of them, honestly, pretty much all of them were missing that level of intimacy. Like even if there was like the right information or like the right things and like tools, like I have never been in something that feels as intimate to me as FMM does. Yeah. And so I I almost created what I actually would have wanted, wanted for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's so smart. Cause I think like, yeah, it, it, a lot of this work is individual, but like we are like we've evolved as like groups of people, right? Like as tribes, right? So like there is a lot of power in in that community and I think seeing other people step up for themselves is like very expansive. Yeah. And um even if something's not I'm not in the same situation as someone else in the cohort, I can still learn so much just from that exchange. Um, and then I think when it comes to like any of the stuff that we do, like someone that I actually didn't grow up mainstream at all, but I think I've just worked in such a like, mainstream world. Um, I think for me, it was like almost an invitation to like return back to those roots and like really tap into, um, like the power of like the universe and the power, like within myself, if that makes sense where I don't think there's a lot of spaces in my life where I would have had such invitation and encouragement to do that. Um, Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. It's exactly how I felt. It's like why I did this. Cause I also know this is like also so much of where our joy is going to come from. And there's nowhere to like, no one teaches this to you. And like I said, the intimacy is important too, because also we really get into everything. Like there aren't topics that we don't talk about. And so you're also witnessing other women's like deepest areas of vulnerability too. Absolutely. And I, I don't think that people always have you know, the support system, whether it's family or friends. Anywhere to do those things. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like the crazy thing is like we are so impacted by those people around us right yeah so if you're not if you're not surrounded by people that can support you in those ways like it's going it's like it's it's likely that that could affect like your ability to grow in that way you know Mm -hmm. um i don't want to put any like this isn't possible statements out there but like we can go so much further when we are expanded and encouraged like it's pretty simple um And I know like that's something that I certainly needed. Um, And I think it's like that expansion and that awareness and that like almost permission to just be like, oh no, this is okay. (laughs) Like you can do this Um, and not feel so isolated because we're all, I think in this group, like we're all making moves in our life, whether it's in our relationships or business or just how we move through it. Right. So to just be surrounded by people that are like also going down that path, like that's really, really powerful. I feel so too. And I'm so grateful that you had that experience. Cause I remember Andrea said like, it's interesting being in a space. She was like, where there's this energy of like safety and acceleration, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I thought you're just, what you're saying is also reminding me of that. Um, so that's so beautiful. So what would you say to anyone who is on the fence about joining, considering it joining the fall winter round, which is going to be the last time that doors open this year, which is kind of crazy, but I'm also very excited. I mean, I think like if, if there's anyone out there that's listening and this is resonating with you or any of your messaging is resonating with um, any Jocelyn's messaging is, is resonating, like just tune into like your, 
your gut, like your heart, like what feels good to you. You know what I mean? I think there could be like a little bit of fear that could come up around, you know, making that leap for sure. But I think if you know, you know, like if, if it's something that you're gravitating towards, if you need that kind of support and, um, an expansion and like are ready to make a shift and like really reset, I think this is a really beautiful container and it's very unique. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think people should just like tune in, you know, tune into what's inside. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's what this, this container is all about is like tuning into like, what is your gut telling you? And if it's not, if this doesn't feel right, like you'll know it, right? Like don't force totally. it. But if it's feeling right, like just, just trust it. And just Fire like living baby for the win. Yeah. <laughs> we just get confused because we'll feel the desire and then we'll layer over our fear and be like, oh, that must be my intuition. I'm like, no. <laughs> Your intuition was how you felt in that first moment before all the like stories kicked in. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those experiences. Like if you want this level of depth and this level of like growth and this level of receiving, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, going to be. This is soup, the most intimate way to work with me. We're in this for five months together. This isn't like a oh maybe I'm kind of interested. It's like you want this, right? That's who this yeah. is for. Absolutely, and I think um, it's it's I don't know. It's like I I, I followed you for quite some time before um, I started working with you, but I I knew that like there was something there that I needed to explore. So I don't even think I knew much about the program and I just signed up because it's, it's just about trusting your gut, you know? Um, we've never spoken at all. And you were just like, I was like, hi babe. (laughs) But I love that. Obviously this is why we have all the free content. And I think this is the other thing. I don't know if I've told you this, like I would say in the past, I listened to you and I was like definitely activated by certain things here and there. But then I would listen to like a live you did, like you were just talking. I'm like, I feel so motivated now. Like it was very motivating. Right. So like if, if, if someone's listening and you're listening to Jocelyn and her stuff is like, how does her content, like how does it sit in your body? If it is inspiring, it's expansive. If it's triggering, like look at that and maybe it's not the right fit. But like, if there's like, if you feel that like momentum growing inside of you, like listen to it, you know? And I think that's what I did. Like I, I knew it. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, and most of my clients have said that like at some stages they were a little triggered by me. I mean, I think this is normal. It's totally normal. Cause it's like, there's something there. And I know I just, I identified with you. Like there's a lot of things that I was just like, Oh yeah. Like just really resonated. But I always went back to like, and I always went back to like, when I did watch something, like I could tell how it shifted my energy around things that I was going yeah. through or decisions I was making. And I was like, okay, like I am more motivated by listening to this person that I've never met on some like Facebook, whatever. than like people in my life, right? Like, okay, so where am I going to like put, where am I going to invest my time and, and resources? Right. 100%. that's how I make decisions too. And it's normal. And I know we've heard this before, but literally when we're feeling those triggers or I like to call them activations, it's just pointing out something that like we get to have that we haven't expanded into yet. So it feels a little like big, right? But it's like, if, if it wasn't something that you desired, your energy system wouldn't even notice it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 100%. And like, that was very clear to me. And I even think like, even and especially when it's coming with also an experience, 
expansion. Like there is, there was a yes. felt good too. A hundred percent. And it was like, I think I would encourage anyone listening to just be curious about that. Like just question, like what's coming up, you know, how does it make you feel? Cause the answers are all there, you know? I love it. Now you're like, miss tune into your intuition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's way easier. Okay. Well, could you tell us a little bit more too about your business and what you're doing so that anyone who's interested in a good fit for you can connect with you and the best place to reach you. And obviously I'll put your links in episode notes too. Yeah. So I, uh, I just started my business and I'm doing strategy branding and web design and development for basically people like founders, solopreneurs, business owners, that are looking to sort of transform their idea into a reality. So it could be people that like have an idea about something and need to create it, like make it come to fruition and put it out into the world. Um, Or it could be people that, you know, do have a business, do have a brand and are looking to up level. And so there's like a big strategy component. That's my background. And then, you know, branding, web design, development, all of that good stuff. And then obviously there's like complementary services that um, support those efforts. But yeah, a lot of strategy, a lot of branding, web design, some clients need it all. Some clients, it's like a little bit more a la carte. Um, But I think, you know, the biggest thing, and this came through in working together with you is, I think I felt so much pressure to be like, Oh, I'm going to only serve this, um, this vertical or these types of people. And that's just really not me. Like, I'm really curious about learning um, and working in all sorts of industries. And I think for me, it's about the people. It's about like what lights me up and it's like the people and their product and how, what they bring to the table and like how excited they are. So for me, that's been like, again, a guiding post of what I want to work with, um, in terms of my clients who I want to work with versus like, I'm only going to do e-commerce or, you know, like whatever it is, um, it's more aligning to the people and the projects. Um, so that's been really exciting because for me, it's like I'm such in human design. It's like, does it light me up? Then like, good, we're good to go. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm at right now. And yeah, people can find Beautiful. me. I really resonate with that too, because one of the reasons I even, for example, love FMM is you don't need to have a business. It doesn't matter, right? Like you're just a woman moving through the world. And I actually, like my soul feels the most fulfilled. The more women that I can help who I feel soul alignment with, who feel soul alignment with me, the more fulfilled I feel in my business. And I remember when we would have that like niching conversation, I'd be like, babe, my is like spiritual or spiritually (laughs) women who want more. Yeah. That's all that's happening here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Mm Like if it feels good, it's good. Yeah. And I think that's what like, when I align with my clients, it's like, it literally feels like this physical expansion. I am so excited to work with them. I will literally wake up in the middle of the night with ideas about what they could do. Like it's, it's like a full on. And that's why I like hit these different areas is because for me, it's not, it's really looking about any, looking at anything in isolation, right? Cause like if something's happening here, it's showing up somewhere else, right? Yeah. So that's why I like a much more holistic like approach to things, which is like essentially a version of what you do in FMM. Like yeah. it's, it's not just looking at one area of your life because what's going on here is it's going to affect everything else. So 
that's what like that's what excites me is like that intersection between like business psychology creativity technology like and like who we're showing up as every day what does that look like just like combining all of that and making sure it's in alignment and feels good I love that because you're also treating people. And I think this is important. This is kind of like what can sometimes be missing is like treating people as whole people. Like they're Mm -hmm. not just their business, right? Or the business isn't just this one little area. The business is not just strategy. Like there's so, you know, I always talk about business being so multidimensional in terms of like the business Mm -hmm. itself and us, and then like Mm -hmm. how we connect. And I really feel like you serve people really deeply when you're doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. which is like honoring our multidimensionality and stop no longer trying to put people like in these weird little boxes that make us all miserable and they don't work. It doesn't work and people don't feel good, right? Because then they're just like pointing at this one thing they changed being like, well, why don't I feel different, right? It's uh, like, they're going to get the same amount of results, which is like kind of likely going to be lackluster. I don't know. It's like there needs to be, it's not just like about like changing one thing. There's also this like energetic shift that needs to happen in support of that. Um, 1000%. It's, it's so multidimensional. So, and this that's is what also I'm here like, for. it's really beautiful for your clients. I feel the exact same way about business. And then also, it's so much more nourishing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause I can give like, for me, it allows, it gives me permission, it allows me to actually like serve them. And in all of my gifts, because I've never been someone that's been like, I'm just going to do this one thing in the corner. Like, no, I'm really showing up in all these different ways and curious about all these different areas of how we show up in in business or in in whatever, right? Yeah. So for me, it literally doesn't feel good when I only can help people like in this tiny way, because like it feels like something's bursting out of me, right? Like in a selfish way, it's like I'm not able to fully serve them. I feel the same. And you're just showing up as all of you now in your whole life. That's why it feels good. Yeah, it feels really good. And it's been a while. It's, it's been wild to like really to make that shift. Like after so long of thinking about it and like really segmenting parts of my life, um, it feels really good to just sort of come home, you know, in that way and, and show up in all of me. So thanks for being part of it. (laughs) Thank you for trusting me. This is all so beautiful. I really love what I do for a living. (laughs) Me too. Thank you. We're lucky to have you. Thank you. And I'm so excited to see where you go from here. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight, ladies, for those of you who are live, for everyone who's live or listening, because this is, this is going to be on the podcast as well. Feminine Magic and Money is currently open on Early Bird. So you can receive 555 off pay in full with the only pay in full bonuses or on the extended payment plan um, with Early Bird. As long as you join before, when it was at Early Bird closing? Friday, September 3rd. So the link is in our live. It is in episode notes. It's on my website. Uh, you can DM me if you have any questions. And thank you, Chloe. I love you so much. And it's just been like such a pleasure to work with you. And I really appreciate you sharing your story. You too. Thanks, dear. Okay. Bye. Hi, beauty. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Chloe's story is just so beautiful. It just really turns me on to have women moving through the world the way that she is now and receiving so much ease. 
early bird for feminine magic and money is closing this Friday, September 3rd. So this will be your opportunity to save 555 on either paying full with the bonuses or the payment plan. So please be sure to DM me if you have any questions. And otherwise, you can head to episode notes to my website to sign up or go straight to jocelynkellyreed.com. And I love you so much. And I'm so excited for this next round of women joining. I know I keep saying this, but the fall winter coven is going to really be a fucking vibe because the portals are going to be so open. And this is really a time on the planet where we want to step deeply into our feminine power so we can be creating and moving through the world with ease and not needing to live in response to it, no matter whether it be like in our love life and our money, right. And our businesses and how we create and how we manifest. Like I really do believe I'm, I love Lemurian energy so much and this concept of that, like heaven can be a place on earth. And of course there's always duality and polarity, but you get to decide, right. And you get to create the, the reality that you live in. And of course, once you up level that, it helps you go out and do the same for other people in whatever ways you feel called. So this is the time, ladies. Like I said, Yummy, if you have questions, I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.